We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. They cut it out, Matt. Come on now. Hello, KMOX, at your service. 8.06 in the evening on a Thursday night. My name's George Sells. With you now until 10 o'clock, Matt Pajeski spinning the dials, and I was uh, criticizing the music bed bump because it's one of my favorite U2 songs, and they cut out part of it, and... I don't know who does these things. There's somebody who cuts up these songs to make them fit musically into the beginning of a radio show. And go ahead and just let the song go. Well, we can have some we can have some vocals. Just gonna say, don't know who does that. I'm not trying to bust on you, but it's a one of the great classic U2 songs. But anyway, I'm gonna start this evening with an apology to the entire KMOX sports department because I was brainstorming my ideas and figuring out what I was going to do with this show, which I, I'm i in here once every three or four weeks, and uh, you know, filling, filling space when we don't have Cardinals and, and all the other things. And I'm always trying to come up with different ideas, and I'll usually keep kind of a list of, hey, that'd be a good topic. Hey, this would be fun. Hey, that'd be a good person to talk to. Well, usually I've got a pretty good cross-section of you know, news of the day and sports and entertainment and all that. Try, you know, try to keep it up. Well, I don't know how this happened exactly, but when I finally had scribbled down all my notes and looked down my rundown that I had created for myself, I basically have an entire sports show tonight. Pretty close to an entire sports show. Not completely, but there's a lot of sports. So if you're tuning in after a couple of hours with our friend Matt Pauly, just consider this a, a continuation on into the evening of your great things you want to talk about in sports. And if you're not a sports fan, I apologize and hope you'll forgive me. But that's just how we're going to how we're going to roll with it tonight. We're going to start out coming up here in just a little bit with KMOX sports director Tom Ackerman. Tom is down in Jupiter, Florida, and has been kind enough to give us a couple of segments of his time. So he is going to spend some some time with us first talking about the Cardinals, of course. I mean, he's got the proximity. Weird year down there for spring training. Just a strange year. Not a bad not a bad way necessarily, but with the World Baseball Classic going on, you have got this situation where 
a bunch of the big names have gone off to play in the WBC. In fact, the Cardinals have the most World Baseball Classic players of any team in the big leagues. Who knew? Uh, not all of them playing for the U.S. Yeah, I mean, we've got Lars Newtbar. Now, tell me this. When you heard Lars Newtbar was playing in the World Baseball Classic and you saw that the Netherlands has a team in the World Baseball Classic, that was the logical deduction, correct? Well, we're wrong because Lars Newtbar somehow is playing for Japan. There's nothing Japanese about Lars Newtbar, at least not the name Lars Newtbar. I'm, I'm assuming his mom is Japanese or something along those lines. So Lars Newtbar playing for Japan. Tommy Edmond uh, playing for Korea. His dad's from suburban Detroit. I know that for a fact, but uh, he's obviously there is uh, there are Korean ties there that allow him to play for Korea. Uh, and then other players, of course, you know, the big guys, Goldschmidt, Arenado playing for Team USA, Miles Michaelis, Adam Wainwright, other big guys playing for Team USA. So that's all very exciting, but it leaves this odd void in Cardinals camp while the WBC is being played. And what's happening is a lot of guys who might not normally get the playing time that would allow them to impress and maybe surprise some people and make the team are going to get that playing time, are currently getting that playing time. You know, Jordan Walker doesn't have to compete with uh, Tyler O'Neill for time in left field because Tyler O'Neill's off with Team Canada. Don't know how long they'll be in the World Baseball Classic. They got drilled by half of the Cubs minor leaguers yesterday. <laughs> but uh, So right now, he doesn't have to compete with, for that playing time. And so he is getting a chance to step up and really impress playing every day. And he's doing just that. I think he's, I think he's hitting over 400 right now, if that's, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, and that's good. That's going to be exciting because you're talking about a guy that many people are saying is the best hitting prospect. The Cardinals have had in camp since Albert Pujols, And this guy might actually compete for a spot that he would not have otherwise competed for this year. A lot of people would have been satisfied with him going down to Memphis, starting every day and continuing to develop. He's only 20 years old, but uh, he's looking like he's going to have a legit shot to make this club because he's hitting the cover off the baseball right now. And uh, I've heard it compared a lot to uh, when Albert Pujols was in the big league camp as a, as a an expected-to-be minor leaguer, and there was an injury, and in came Albert uh, coming up as a rookie a year early. Wins Rookie of the Year, and the rest is history. So we may have a storyline like that. I'm not saying that Jordan Walker is going to be the next Albert Pujols, but uh, you could have a similar storyline playing out in Cardinals camp. Tom's going to talk all about that. We'll get into that that subject matter. Also, later on in the evening, we'll be talking with Tom. He'll rejoin us. They said he's going to give us a couple of segments here. And uh, there's a lot of other things going on in St. Louis sports right now. Obviously, St. Louis SC, St. Louis City SC is getting a lot of the talk. We're going to get into some of that. Talk about the atmosphere at City Park. And Tom was there, and it was kind of cool. Tom was not only there on Saturday, but Tom had the opportunity because he had a press pass and he didn't have a seat to really just kind of roam around the place and really take it in in a way that that most people didn't. And you know, those of us who didn't have the opportunity to be there 
watching it on TV, it's hard to really explain what that what that experience was like. If you were there, give us a call, by the way, 314-436-7900. Would love to hear from you as far as what that experience was like, how it, how it matched up to other sporting events. As I asked Tom, give me a frame of reference. I've never been to a professional soccer match in my life. Give me a frame of reference, that atmosphere, as opposed to, say, Cardinals opening day, Cardinals playoffs, Blues playoff hockey, you know, a college football game. You know, these are all things that, that many of us who are sports fans but have not been to a soccer game can, can identify with. So, you know, give us, give us some, some comps on, on City Park. I also want to get a little bit into March Madness. St. Louis University what was it, two years ago, three years ago, that they walked into the tournament, the Atlantic tournament, with no chance of going to the NCAA? Four years ago, I'm being told by Matt Pajeski, and swept their way through the tournament and ended up playing uh, in the big dance. Could this be another year like that? The concept that Yuri Collins, arguably the best point guard in the country, might never see an NCAA tournament if they can't pull that off, it's kind of a bummer, but they've got some work to do to get there. So we'll get into that, talk a little bit about Mizzou. Mizzou might be the greatest wild card in the NCAA tournament because you look at how they play, and you look how they play when they're really playing well because they live and die by the three, right? So if they light it up, They've got the kind of talent, the kind of experience, and play the kind of game that they could go deep into this tournament. They could also go cold and lose in the first round by 20. And that's the, the, the great debate, I guess, among Mizzou fans and, and Mizzou loyalists. That would be fun to see them make a run, though. Wouldn't it be cool to see Mizzou... You know, it's always the team that you don't expect that that does a, that does a first. I don't think any of us expected the Blues in twenty nineteen to be the team or twenty that would be, to be the team that was going to win St. Louis's first Stanley Cup. That was not the team that anybody was banking on. You expected it to be one of those Brett Hull teams. That it didn't happen. Uh, that wasn't the team you expected it from. Would it be fun if Mizzou came up and surprised us? And that was Missouri's first Final Four. Who knows? Could happen. They've got the talent. We'll go later on into the into the evening. We'll talk a little bit. I want to hear from you on this later on also. So if, you, if, if you're around around 845, give me a call on this. Is anybody else sick of the cable plans, like the cable and the streaming? And if you want to be able to watch the Cardinals and Blues, you got to have this. And now you got to buy another thing for the, another package over here if you want to watch soccer. And if you like YouTube TV, well, you're out of luck because they can't get along with Bally Sports and blah, 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 blah. I am up to my eyeballs with it. I almost had a coronary on the phone with the DirecTV stream people the other night. Almost freaking lost it. It was not a pretty look. My kids are looking at me like I had lost my mind. and It's really sort of embarrassing. But, you know, these things do happen. We all have a little moment where we get a little temperamental. It happens, especially when sports is involved. Bill McDermott, Mr. Soccer, will be joining us in the second hour. We'll get into a few other things as we move along. But for now, go to break. It is 8.16 in the evening on a damp, chilly night in downtown St. Louis. I'm George Sells, KMOX at your service, with you until 10, back in a moment. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. I'm Cardinals outfielder Jordan Walker, and you're listening to the voice of the Cardinals, KMOX. KMOX at your service on a Thursday night. Time to talk lots and lots of sports. KMOX sports director Tom Ackerman on the line with us from Jupiter, Florida. Tom, what's the temperature down there right now? The temperature down here, nobody wants to know. So I'll keep that to myself. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, it's actually cooled down a little bit, but again, nobody wants to know what that is. Yeah, down, uh, down to seventy. <laughs> it's sweater weather. <laughs> it's, I know. it's so funny that uh, I'm I'm I left the ballpark a little while ago, uh, and I'm here tonight at my place, and I heard one of my neighbors just say, "It's it's cooler out here than it is inside my place." And I was like, yeah, that's kind of like how it works in most areas. Exactly. Anyway, we call it March. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We call that spring, sir. Uh, but anyway, it's um, it's fine. You know, it's been it, – the weather's been just, just fine, George. And it's great to talk to you. I, I've listened to you on this show, and um, I look forward to our conversations because you definitely know sports, and I love your – your curiosity about sports too that's always been fun well thank you so much and let's start uh, with uh, what you're in most proximity to of course the st louis cardinals uh team nicaragua today probably not the one that everybody was lining up around the gates for but uh what was what is your take what are you seeing so far down there big picture i know it's a weird vibe this year with so many people gone for the uh, world baseball classic but uh, what is the vibe feeling like other than Jordan Walker fever uh, around the around the camp there? Yeah, there's a good vibe in that way because there is a lot of energy because you feel the urgency of these players. So I, I think that you're going to have a spring break crowd that's going to be coming in here shortly. And while they won't see Wainwright, Arenado, Goldschmidt, Michaelis, Edmund, you know, some of these players, they are going to see some pretty big names that are going after spots. And one of them you just mentioned is Jordan Walker, number one prospect in the organization. There's also a battle here for spots in the pitching staff. So that's exciting. And it actually gives the Cardinals an opportunity to let these players sort of play it out and not have to 
show in a really short window what they're capable of. They actually get to see the true player. What I mean by that is, you know, how does the player respond when they have a bad outing? You know, not, well, Jordan Walker, does he ever have one? I mean, does he, <laughs> does he ever have a bad day? But, I mean, like pitchers, there are pitchers on this team that they're evaluating how do they respond from a bad outing? How do they respond when things don't go well in a game? And how do they get out of those jams? And it's not like if you're a pitcher that you have to do it right then and there in one inning. You can do this over the course of time now and sort of show over two weeks, three weeks, what you're capable of. So I think from that standpoint, it's very interesting. Uh, There are starters here, the biggest starters, most important star here, I think, is Wilson Contreras. The catcher is working with a number of these pitchers, and, and it's nice to be able to see him take on that role of Yadier Molina. And I think this is a huge spring training for him in that respect. But I think mostly what we're looking at here is opportunity and competition for young players to make this club. And I couldn't tell you today what the 26-man roster is going to be. I have an idea of what it's going to look like, but those decisions are still going to be hard to make uh, for Ali Marble and for John Mozeliak. I was going to say the the outfield, of course, in question because uh, Jordan Walker looks ready to, to force everybody's hand. Uh, what yeah. what does that outfield look like? If he continues playing like this, obviously they can't send him down to Memphis, or, or can they? They can send him to Memphis, but he'll have to start there. He So the, the reason they would send him to Memphis is that they bring him to St. Louis as a bench player, which will never happen. If he's going to come to St. Louis, he's going to start. And I'll tell you, if I had my choice right now, he's he's one of my starting outfielders. I was going to say, he's, the he's guy, hit the cover so, off the ball. Yeah, he's so talented that – you know, and, he, and he's healthy, and he's feeling good, and he's doing all the right things. I'm sorry, but you take the top 26 ten most talented people north. That's what you do. And, and whether he's 20 or 25, and he's 20, by the way, and doesn't turn 21 until May, um, you take Jordan Walker. He, he's a great hitter. He can field. Uh, he's learned the outfield position well. He could also DH for you. There are a lot of different things that he could do, but if he's coming up, he's not going to be a DH. He'll be a starting outfielder for this team, and then they'll utilize others in the DH position. So who's the odd man out if that's the case? Well, Lars Nupar is off to a terrific start for Japan in the World Baseball Classic. Tyler O'Neill is Tyler O'Neill. I mean, he was the eighth, uh, eighth highest vote-getter in the National League MVP race. A couple of years ago, he had a down year last year due to injury. We know what he's capable of, and he's going after the center field job. So I think it's Dylan Carlson. Right now, that would be the odd man out, or at least that's the competition. It's between Jordan Walker and Dylan Carlson. Those are the two that are here right now because the other two are playing in the WBC. The other thing to consider is Tyler O'Neill gets hurt a lot. I mean, just say what it is. I mean, he, he gets hurt a lot. and. Right. And if he can't endure an entire season, you have to have some backup. And so that would be Dylan Carlson, who would be just fine. I mean, he'd be able to take a spot uh, wherever. He can play center. He can play any of the corner corner outfield positions. But if I had to take a guess right at this very moment, and Dylan Carlson has dealt with some arm fatigue, and we are going to see him playing in the outfield more, but lately he's just been a DH, and he's been good. He's hit a couple of home runs here lately. And it's been much better batting from the left side. But I would say that it would be Walker in left, O'Neill in center, Newt Barr in right if we departed right now. But we 
are three weeks away from opening day. It's only March 9th. So there's a lot of baseball still to be played. And Walker, as good as he is, is going at some point to face a downslide. I mean, at some point, the math tells you he's not going to hit 430 all spring. I mean, something's going to happen. Or in the regular season, this will happen too, where a pitcher and these pitching coaches, they're the best in the world. They're going to find a hole in his swing, and he'll have to come out of it. But, I mean, so far, so good. He he plays uh, a very good outfield, and he is a tremendous uh, bat in in the lineup. Let me get a little bit granular here, but uh, a name that the hardcore fans know, but a name really that everybody should remember because uh, his last time in the batter's box, he hit a big home run in the playoffs, is Juan Yepes. And he's a guy that it sounds like could be another one that could be risk being an odd man out in all of this. Do you worry about kind of a, a Randy Arozarena vibe where this guy gets lo- this really talented guy gets lost in the shuffle and you worry that you're not going to see him do anything until it's for another team? I think the Cardinals are concerned about repeating the Arena thing again, so I would not see them trading anybody like that. I think that Juan Yepes is safe on this team, I believe. Now, if I end up being wrong about that, I'll be wrong, but I, I think Yepes, his ability to play first base, his already good track record, you mentioned he had a home run in the postseason. He's the only one to do that. He's got a very good bat. Um, he's matured uh, very quickly as a hitter over time, and I think the Cardinals like him now. He's not somebody that can play multiple positions like a Brendan Donovan, but he is someone who I think could be a very good DH from the right side, a good bench bat from the right side. He plays the role that, that Walker will not. He, Yepes can come off the bench and get a big hit for you, and I think they're pretty happy with him in that role. And then the other one is Nolan Gorman. So Gorman, batting from the left side, is off to a blazing start down here. But he has the mentality not to be a bench bat, not to be a DH. Gorman wants to be the starting second baseman for the St. Louis Cardinals. And he's not the one who told me that. John Moselock told me that months ago. Mm-hmm. And then when the boss tells you that, that, that means that they are thinking along those lines and giving him the opportunity to try to gain that job. If Nolan Gorman is good enough, and he can field the position well, he's not a gold glover, but if he if his bat is good enough to be the starting second baseman for the Cardinals, that means that Donovan can plug in a spot wherever needed because we know Brendan Donovan can play every position. He can play second, short, third, outfield. He can play first base if you need it, and you could move him around and have him play every single day. Remember Ben Zobris for the Cubs? I think the Cardinals always wanted to have a Zobrist. They always wanted to have a Swiss Army Knife type player. They they really envied that back in 2016 when the Cubs won the World Series. And Donovan is that player. That's what I think. I, I think that he is the super utility player. It's interesting that the Cardinals just landed Joe McEwing to be part of this uh, staff <laughs> as their bench coach because that's what he did. Um, and I think that's where Donovan could end up being if – Nolan Gorman plays every day in this order. Big picture, you've got a week down there at spring training. What are you most excited about with this team as far as what you can't wait to come home and watch when they get north and and start playing for real? Uh, Jordan Walker, for sure. But in terms of a a storyline, what I'm most interested from a coverage standpoint is the pitching staff because we've talked already about all these positions 
I think whichever way you slice it, I think the Cardinals have a really good offense. You know, you had Arenado who hit a grand slam today for Team USA. You got Goldschmidt, the MVP. Uh, you got Edmund, the guy can flat out hit. O'Neill, Newt Bar. So all of these guys are gone. They're going to come back, and this Cardinals offense is going to be good. I, I think that the the batting order, the lineup is a top five lineup in all of baseball. I really do. Um, I don't think it has a hole in the lineup. And you, you just added Wilson Contreras as a good bat who can bat in the middle of the order if you need it. But the Cardinals are going to win the World Series if Jack Flaherty gets back to being the ace of the team and if their rotation stays healthy. Those two things have to happen. I think Flaherty needs to be a star because he is. I think that Wainwright his velocity dropping now into the mid eighties as his max is a bit of a concern more than a bit of a concern, but he is pitching for the WBC for team USA. So they'll keep an eye on that. But if Wainwright for some reason isn't good enough to go and needs some more work, you got to have a backup. Jake Woodford was great yesterday against the Yankees. Dakota Hudson was okay today against Nicaragua. Um, you got to have a backup there somewhere in the rotation it could end up being one of these young studs like Gordon Graceffo, who wasn't uh, who hit pretty hard against the Tigers the other day. But I think that he's just really talented and eventually will be in this rotation. He's one of the future stars of the team. So the pitching depth is good, but you, this rotation's got to be ready to roll. Um, the other day, Flaherty and Mats were phenomenal back-to-back, and I, I really mean that when I say phenomenal. They went six innings, struck out nine, gave up just a run. Flaherty gave up a home run, then came roaring back and was just striking people out left and right. You know, those two, that was a big movement forward. I think you know what Miles Michaelis is. Big horse strike thrower is going to do his job. Jordan Montgomery got off to a slow start. Kind of the same, though. He, he's a very good pitcher. You know he's going to be good. The, the the big question mark is Flaherty and Matt's coming off injuries. If they're who the Cardinals hope they are, they'll be in a very good position. And then you can go out into the trade market in the middle of the summer and say, okay, where are we? And how good is this team? Do we like our bullpen? Do we like our rotation? Do we need to make a move like they did last year for two starters to put us over the edge? Would they go after a couple of number threes, number fours, or would they go after a one and really make a splash at the trade deadline and then go after this 12th world championship flag? I think all those are possibilities. Lots to look forward to. So we've done Cardinals, and there's so much more sports to talk about. We're going to do this, take a quick break, be right back, and we're going to rejoin Tom Ackerman, and we're going to get into March Madness soccer, maybe a little hockey, probably not hockey. It's That's too depressing. But we'll get into more here in just a moment. George Sells with you on KMOX at your service. This is America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Eight thirty-eight Thursday night, KMOX at your service. George Sells with you until 10 o'clock. Slight change in plans. Tom Ackerman is going to rejoin us in the next hour. Because right now, we get to shift our sports-frenzied focus for this evening's At Your Service to the St. Louis Battlehawks. On the line with us now, safety, Ben DeLuca, number 28 on your program, number one in your hearts. Ben, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm no about yourself. Doing great, doing great. Uh, folks here, I know you've heard all about it. 
and you guys have been practicing down in Texas, so I don't know how much of the vibe you're getting on this, but folks here are juiced about the XFL being back and about the Battle Hawks being back in the Dome, and it's going to likely be the biggest crowd the league has seen yet this coming Saturday, or this coming Sunday, rather. How are you guys, how are you guys getting geared up for this? Man, super excited. Um, I really, I think even since we first got here, that was kind of what we've been hearing. Um, and that was the attraction of, you know, getting to play for St. Louis is getting to play for the band, for the fan base and um, getting to feel the gnome and all the things that um, that come with this, you know, organization. So it's, it's honestly been a blast. Um, but, man, I'm really excited, really excited to come home. Um, first, three, first three games on the road. So getting to see the different environments and know that they weren't, um, going to compare to what we get to experience when we finally get back home. It's really exciting. Well, a lot of excitement here. And just so you know, uh, just to kind of give you a little bit of St. Louis 101, this is a town that loves the scrappy underdog. And as a, as a guy who played his college ball at Charlotte, which maybe isn't one of the name brand football schools, and as the guy who then, you know, gets gets into camp with the with the Chargers and makes it through the practice squad and gets on the field. Uh, and then you come out with the Battle Hawks and lead the team in tackles against D.C. last week. They're going to love you. So t- tell me a little bit about you and what you want to people want people to know about your career as, as the as the because you at least on paper, you're the scrappy underdog guy. No, absolutely. I'm, uh, I would definitely identify with that. Um, and uh I just think most importantly, um, just, you know, what, what I would like them to know about myself is just that I'm, I'm a guy who cares. Um, I wear my uh, heart on my sleeve, and I'm really extremely passionate about playing um, playing this sport and getting to play for this city. I really don't take that lightly. Um, it's, it's not even a cliche thing like getting to play for the city of St. Louis um, and it being a sports town. This is really my first time being in a sports town and where the whole city, you know, identifies with the team and, and the culture that we're uh, creating here in St. Louis. Um, getting to be a battle hawk and what exactly that means is, is not something I take lightly. So just someone that's passionate, someone that's going to give you 110%, and um, that's going to leave it all out there. What has the XFL experience been like as a player? Because it's obviously different. In, well, you know, the, There are the obvious differences between – the the NFL and I'm I'm sure that you know things are just the amenities and stuff are not going to be the same obviously but having all the teams practicing in one place and uh, and so many guys like you who are like right on the cusp uh, of your dreams and and getting to and getting to play in this league what what has this been like what has the day to day experience been like and how does it compare with what you've seen in the NFL. Uh, the day-to-day experience has really been awesome. Um, it's it's really been a first-class league um, since since it began. Um, a lot of great talent. Um, a lot of guys that I've either played with or against in the NFL or in college. So it's um, it's obviously you know very competitive, um, and it, it's it's been a first-class experience since I've been here. Like you said, you know, all the teams are operating in this Dallas Arlington hub. So it's kind of been cool getting to see all the different teams and, you know, interact with them. It's been a little bit different because whenever you're normally playing your team, you're competing with, you don't, you don't know their players from anything other than what they may do on the field. So kind of getting to be around guys off the field and 
getting to learn more about them. Um, you know, it's been cool. There's a certain camaraderie that comes with this league. Um, so it's, it's really been a first-class experience. Does everybody in one place, does that kind of intensify the rivalries a little bit? It does. So, um, obviously, you guys know we played D.C. last week, and we share a facility with them. We share a lot of the same coaches. And, uh, you know, it's it's a real rivalry. Like, it's it's real. Um, you know, I was watching, uh, I believe, yeah, when Arlington played Houston, that was, that was a rivalry because they share a hotel and a facility. Um, so, yeah, all the teams that kind of share facilities and spaces, it's just a natural um, sort of friction that's created from being around each other. Um, so, yeah, it, it's been cool. It's a little, sand, it, a little sandpaper. Excited, uh, man, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so tell me about what a crowd means. Uh, obviously, there, there's been you know, some of the crowds have been bigger than others in the league, around the league so far. You guys have, have played in front of some of the bigger crowds already. What does the crowd mean to you on the field? And when you get it, you're going to be walking to a situation this weekend where you're going to probably have more than 30,000 in there. Uh, what do you expect that to be like? And how does that pump you up on the field? What does that do for you? Conversely, what is a, a smaller crowd? Is it, does it make it a little harder to get rowdy? Um, I mean, I think for myself, um, you know, crowds are, are cool and whatnot. But I think for me specifically, I never try to, you know, need to feed off of something outside myself because then I'm, I'm going to be at the ebbs and flows of the game itself. Um, but what exactly a crowd means in the game of football, speaking holistically, man, it, it creates an experience. And I think that's that's the um, the biggest thing that we've seen in these first three games. And just, you know, me playing football my entire life, is it creates an experience. It, it really shifts the entire environment. Um, naturally, you know, the more bodies there – in seats, you know, the more energy that is going to be. Um, and with this being the first home game, it just creates a sort of environment that is complementary to being able to play at your best and to be able to play up to your capability. And you're really kind of just peaking at the right time. So it's it, it's really everything. Um, so it's exciting. Um, obviously, you know, there's in our first three games, we played at some crowds bigger and some crowds smaller. Um, so not, you know, just relying on the crowd, but when you get that experience, especially at home and us being on defense and knowing how loud that, um, the fan base is going to be to try to just be that 12th man on the field. It's it's just going to be awesome. I'm, I'm extremely excited. So I'll ask the question. Everybody's going to ask you, have you met the rock yet? <laughs> Everyone definitely asked that. Um, I have, I've been around him. I haven't met him personally. Um, he came and spoke to us at, um, there's a place called Texas Live, and all the all the teams are kind of able to go there and eat and um, get to mingle and whatnot. So he, uh, their entire organization addressed the entire league. So it was it was cool kind of um, getting to see him and whatnot. But I haven't met him personally, no. Okay, well, Matt DeLoga, we are looking forward to having you here in St. <laughs> Louis, and looking forward to. Seeing you get out on that field, Ben DeLuca. Where did I get Matt? I'm sorry. Ben DeLuca, <laughs> we are looking forward to having you here and looking forward to having you lay some wood out there on the field this coming weekend when the Battle Hawks have their opening home game at the Dome. Thanks for joining us here on KMOX. Yes, sir. All my pleasure. Looking forward to meeting you guys. All right. It is currently 846, and we will be back in a moment. I'm George Sells. KMOX is at your service. 
8.50 p.m. on a Thursday night. KMOX at your service. George Sells with you up until 10 o'clock tonight. And I'm going to take a moment. We're still kind of on a sports theme here, but we're going to go more toward what you and I can identify with more, which is watching sports on TV because, let's face it, most of us have never played a professional sport and never will. We can dream. But the beauty of being able to orchestrate my own show is that I can just sort of go off on a pet peeve. And I'm going to do that now because here we sit yet again going into another season where your TV options as a sports fan are an absolute nightmare. If you are a fan of the major professional sports teams in St. Louis right now, you have very limited options if you want Blues and Cardinals, if, unless you want to get like the old-fashioned original cable. If you want to stream, though, you're out of luck with Hulu, you're out of luck with YouTube TV, you're out of luck with basically all of them with the exception of DirecTV Stream and what's it called, Matt Pajeski, Fubo, Fobu, Fubo. Matt's helping me out over here. Uh, that's it. Those Fubo and DirecTV Stream are the only two streaming services that currently carry Fox uh, Bally Sports Midwest. Now, the fine folks at Bally Sports have been telling us forever that they're going to have their standalone app that's going to solve this problem for all of us. And by golly, they've launched it. And by golly, you can watch the Blues. But guess there's a one little team in town that is not available on that service yet. They're called the St. Louis Cardinals. I hear they're kind of a draw. So you're back to being stuck. And you're at the mercy, and and then the baseball rules are so stupid. They, with all the blackouts and stuff, you know why? Why you can't just buy the pack, the the MLB package for the year and watch the Cardinals, and put an end to all this junk is beyond me. Or why Sinclair can't cut a deal with the Cardinals? Sinclair is the owner of Bally Sports Midwest, and by the way, Sinclair is about the closest thing to the Antichrist there is in broadcasting. And I, and I do not mean this as anything offensive to the fine folks who work at Bally Sports Midwest to do a great job here in town. I'm talking about the corporation that signs their paychecks, and I'm not and that, that's a completely different animal right there. But Sinclair is terrible, and Sinclair is the reason that we don't have more options, and Sinclair is the reason that we are now sitting here with this level of frustration. And it's probably not going to change except for the fact that their business practices have been so brilliant that they're now on the verge of bankruptcy. And so our only hope really is that the company implodes and and Major League Baseball comes in and takes it over and maybe restores a little bit of sanity to the process. So there's baseball for you. And then... And by the way, give us a call if you want to. Uh, we got a couple of minutes. 314-436-7900 if you want to weigh in. Then now you've got the MLS soccer thing. I'm excited about it. Everybody's excited about it. Can't wait to watch it on TV. And you can't watch it on TV if you don't have Apple TV Plus and the MLS season pass package. Which, if you have Apple TV, Apple TV Plus is $79. And if you don't have it, is $99 for the season. I, mean, I don't know about you, but good God, how many how many of these streaming services do I have to have? 
I want to watch Yellowstone, so I got to have Paramount Plus. I want to watch. My wife wants to watch The Handmaid's Tale. I want to watch The Handmaid's Tale. Got to have Hulu. Want to watch Ted Lasso? Got to have HBO Max. Want to watch? What 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 are what are some of the other big shows, Matt? Chime in here for me. The Last of Us on HBO right now is The really Last good. of Us is another one where you're stuck with HBO. Uh, let, let's think. Uh, oh, Daisy Jones and the Six off the very popular book series is just out. Watch the first three episodes already, and it's it's awesome. I highly recommend it. Got to have Amazon Prime for that one. And now you need Apple TV Plus. Oh, that's right. It was Apple TV Plus you had to have for Ted Lasso. Excuse me. Forgive me. I'm, I'm mixing my metaphors in my TV networks there. I mean, it's ridiculous. And every one of them is like 11, 12 bucks a pop. Mandalorian, Disney Channel. I mean, come on. So it's constant, and it's made worse by the, by the sports climate. Now, I will say this. Considering the, the kidney I have to donate to be able to watch the Cardinals and the Blues on, on Valley Sports Midwest, if you start doing the math on a 34-week season and 79 bucks for MLS, it's really not all that bad. But it just, it adds up and adds up and adds up. And they were telling us that the, all the streaming was going to save us from cable. Remember that? Remember when you were paying 200 bucks a month for your cable service? And they were going to save us with all the streaming. Oh, well, yeah, we're being saved right into bankruptcy. Going right down the road to Brokesville, along with the fine folks at Sinclair Media. We'll see them in the poorhouse. That'll be fun. If you're listening, Bill DeWitt, Junior or the Third, you have play with Major League Baseball. Would you please tell them to fix this? Please. Please. It's 856. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.